With 3 billion plus worldwide downloads, TikTok has become a social force to be reckoned with and is far more than just an app to share funny videos. I'm Nancy Anderson, and in the first half of 2021, TikTok was the most downloaded non-gaming app in the world with 383 million downloads. The app is teeming with users hungry for content and has become a home and meeting place for diverse communities, organizations, and individuals. Some of the largest brands in the world, including Procter & Gamble and Cisco, are all tapping into the app to entertain and educate their audiences. I'm Laura Growlick, and in this special episode of Red Sky Fuel for Thought, we explore the entertainment app TikTok and how brands, corporate marketers, and communicators can harness it to promote and spread awareness. In this episode, I will host a roundtable discussion with Gabe Oropesa, Customer Engagement Manager and Social Media Manager at EGS, and Audrey Arbogast, Account Supervisor at Red Havas US. Together, we will discuss how EGS, a restaurant brand with 28 locations in Arizona, is using TikTok in their marketing efforts while sharing the lessons learned along the way. This is a great episode to dial into for any communicators considering adding TikTok to their communications ecosystem. Great, Laura. But first up, Linda Descano, Executive Vice President of Red Havas US, welcomes Dan Bruff, TikTok's Head of Agency Partnerships. Together, they will discuss what differentiates TikTok from other social platforms and give us three reasons why every brand communicator and marketer listening in today should make a place for TikTok in their communications ecosystem. Dan, welcome to the Red Sky Fuel for Thought podcast. We're so excited to have this episode exclusively devoted to TikTok. In almost a blink of an eye, TikTok has gained billions of users around the world. Yet when I ask marketers you know, about how they would describe TikTok, they look at me as if it were a trick question. No, their eyes get wide and then they stumble. So could you help clear the air for all of our marketers and communicators listening today? Tell us what TikTok is, why it was created. Absolutely. And, and thanks again for having me. And uh, it's a question. It's the first question we get in a lot of the meetings myself, and my team, you know, head out on. So very simply put, you know, TikTok is the next generation entertainment platform, um, really reinventing how people and brands connect. Uh, it, again, it really is the only platform uh, where they come together in community for two reasons, to co-create and co-experience content. And this level of engagement has ignited brand love and created demand for products and services in three ways. As it becomes a must-have, a must-try, and a must-buy. Um, and, and we're really starting to see both brands and agencies alike um, lean in from that standpoint. So, you know, simply put, you know, the platform exists and this is what I love about it, what I love working here, you know, working with colleagues, seeing our, our amazing community on the platform is to inspire creativity and bring joy. Uh, TikTok has certainly transformed over the past few years. You might have remembered it or maybe not as musically a few years back. Uh, and it was it really was this, this dance app for teens. And, you know, the changes come fast and furious, you know, through the early days and really the pandemic, uh, people realizing this is a place they could go for all sorts of entertainment, you know, based on their tastes, whether that be fashion, music, uh, travel, really anything. Um, you know, and, and one amazing stat we've, we've started to source, you know, over, I would even say the past month is 
you know, the average user consumes over a movie's worth of content a day on the platform. So in, in a way, we've wow. really arrived. It's, it's an incredible stat in itself. Um, and the power of the algorithm as well, you'll hear me talk quite a bit about the algorithm today. Uh, it's, it's, it's what I like to refer to as sort of our secret sauce, but it ensures our community is receiving the most relevant content um, based on their taste. So if you haven't tried it, Linda, I highly suggest you do. Um, again, myself and my team, we're dealing with the world's largest agency partners uh, and brands. And, and, you know, they tend to be of a certain demographic, I won't say, and they might not have tested the platform out. So we spent a lot of time, you know, educating them on the platform. And once they try, uh, once they give it a chance, they're, you know, they, they, they really lean into it. Um, so it's been an amazing journey. I have to say, I was one, you know, and I want to, I want to learn more about the demographics because I did have this, you know, preconceived notion that it was just for teens. And then I will admit I was on TikTok last week and I found myself like an hour or two going by and really enjoying it. So tell us a little bit about like who is on the platform and, you know, where are they? How many are based in the U.S.? You know, I know it's global, but Tell us a little bit more about the demographics and the globality. You know, again, I, I would say, you know, when, when we talk about TikTok too, I want to make sure, you know, our, talking about our community, um, the reason why so many folks have joined, you know, the platform is for two reasons. And that's for discovery um, and equally for creation. Um, so Gen Z, uh, it's still our core audience. Um, they have over $44 billion in spending power. So that's super important, obviously, for brands to lean in there. Um, you know, the platform, like I mentioned, has taste for everyone, fashion, music, cooking, um, car enthusiasts, and, and, and all of the above. Um, in terms of what they're doing on it, uh, it's everything. And I like to say there's, there's a talk for everything. Uh, there's food talk, there's garden talk, golf talk. I spent a lot of time. I was actually just talking to a client recently who enlightened me on Excel talk, um, you know, which is if for those marketers out there and all of us have used Excel at one time or another and all the ticks and trades to it. And definitely give, give that a shot. But, uh, you know, you ask about, you know, demographics in the U.S., you know, we have over 100 million monthly actives now. Um, but it, it, it is more, you know, I mentioned Gen Z. It's attracting people across all generations now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a parent of three. Uh, my oldest is, is 17. You know, she's, she's drawing me into her content. It's really become a family affair of me sharing what she's sharing. And it's, 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 it's been amazing to see that. So, you know, I I think this goes back to also our, our community, how diverse and authentic and multi-general generational it is. Um, It's, it's breaking all these stereotypes. Um, So it really has become a platform where, again, my team does a lot of myth busting of, Hey, it's this, this teenage, you know, teenage platform. I'm like, it really is not, you know, it's, it's been an exciting year for us. Um, the, the platform growing beyond Gen Z and just, you know, exploding into this multi-generational platform that we have now today. Well, and I just saw you had TikTok resumes. Um, and so in, encouraging and providing people with um, tips for how they could build their resume on TikTok. And, you know, um, I think it was in partnership with a couple of different brands like Chipotle and and also that TikTok already has relationships with. But that like I never would have expected thinking of a career. Yeah, and I love to talk about that as well. I mean, just really quickly, it's it's like the resume is dead. And you know, the short term, short form video of 
you know, people showing their true authentic selves in these, in these short forms that companies want to see, you know, the real you, you know, not hide behind a, a CV or a piece of paper. And uh, I think that's exactly what uh, TikTok resumes do, does. And I know agency partners are leaning into it and companies you mentioned and, and, and more. So and we're just getting started there. So yeah, it's really exciting. And I think it goes, you know, right to the, to the heart of our platform in a lot of ways as well. So you mentioned, um, you know, some of the passion points that are really galvanizing um, the community around fashion, around music, around cooking. They're very like consumer oriented. So tell us a little bit about the types of brands that, you know, are maybe more suited um, to leverage TikTok or, or are you seeing TikTok as a potential platform for B2B brands and how they build relationships? Yeah, it's 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 a great it's a great question and a great point. And just to, again, part of our growth, um, I would have told you twelve months ago, you know, specific verticals might make more sense. Now I think just so many verticals have leaned into the platform with both organic and paid presence um, because TikTok really has become this discovery engine um, with amazing content spanning every genre. Brands are now sensing the urgency, you know, to adopt this must-have must try, must buy aspect I spoke about earlier. So I think whether you're retail, whether you're entertainment, CPG, auto, they know they need to participate now. So um, I'll drop a couple of stats on the audience here. I mean, 61% of TikTokers like brands, you know, when they create or participate in trends and 43% try something new after they see it on TikTok. Um, I'll give you somewhat of a funny and maybe even obscure example of myself. So I came across, and then I'll give more, you know, brand specific ones, but I think this is just like the power of our platform. You know, I came across Brussels sprouts recipes and I'm, I'm not a fan of Brussels sprouts or haven't been, I have children. Um, I started buying them, making them Parmesan cheese. Amazing. I soon noticed I'd walk down the street to Whole Foods and they were sold out. And the last time I got, I got the last bag off the shelf and the grocer was like, you saw that on TikTok, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, I did actually. So that's just such a, 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 like it hit me like a ton of bricks there. And that's Brussels sprouts. Um, so you can imagine, again, I'll, I'll talk about other brands as well. But um, above all, I just think it, it allows brands to let loose without letting go. That's, that's a phrase I use quite a bit. You know, they don't need this professionally produced TV type content to make a splash on the platform. Um, you know, they can trust and partner with creators, you know, to have fun with a brand in a, in a, in a creative, authentic way. And I think that's key. No, it, it is. And I, I think about feta cheese and the yeah, whole yeah. TikTok, right? I mean, no that's, I, that was a conversation that permeated my entire family across all generations and spurred lots of, of, of conversation. But when I, when you talk about the, you know, uh, brands engaging on TikTok, we know that, you know, so many brands have, um, tight marketing budgets in the environment and have to make a place to add a new platform. So what type of analytics are available to brands to help them really, you know, measure their success? What type of engagement, what type of traction um, that they're getting? You know, success means a lot of different things, right? To a lot of different brands. Um, you know, platform, we, we talk a lot about awareness. I, I mentioned like it's become this cultural phenomenon and you know, um, being brands need to be presence there. So um, I think it just, it, the platform enables, you know, uh, the audience to engage with brands. So 
you know, ultimately, and this is basic marketing, you know, it's, it's selling out products, right? Like that, that's a key success metric uh, we're most proud of. Uh, you might have heard the phrase of TikTok made me buy it. You know, it's, it's a trend we see across the platform. Um, 40, 47% say they bought something because they saw it on TikTok. Think about that for a minute. That's, almost, that's half. Half of all people, you know, our community that see it as a brand are going to make a purchase of some type or an engagement of some type. So, you know, again, brands uh, and agencies are like are recognizing TikTok is this de facto platform which influences community behavior. You know, what movie to see, uh, what dress to buy, what vacation to go on. Uh, and a great example recently, you know, is we hope moving out of a pandemic and sadly, maybe not as fast as we'd like, um, Warner Brothers with their movie, The Conjuring, they, you know, they wanted to drive, you know, more folks into the movie theater, um, less streaming, you know, as we came out of this, uh, this was sourced to, you know, recently in the, in the LA times, but they were able to do that. They were able to drive people into the movie theaters, you know, in a, in a safe way, you know, when it was safe enough to do that. And, uh, it was just a great example of an entertainment, you know, a studio, you know, leveraging the platform to, to have that, not, not only to buy a movie ticket, but to do a specific thing to see that actual right. movie. So Dan, tell me a little bit about um, how different brands are bringing their story to life on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll go back in time a little bit, back to the fall of last year, where um, many of you know the folks listening to this remember Ocean Spray, this viral trend. Uh, it was started by Nathan Apodaca, who you know was on a skateboard, um, drinking Ocean Spray, listening to Fleetwood Mac's Dreams, and you know, this became a cultural phenomenon moment where, you know, it cleared the shelves of Ocean Spray, which obviously Ocean, Ocean Spray appreciated there. But what equally important for me, I thought, was bringing this 30-year-old plus song, you know, black, back to the top of the charts. I thought that was just amazing. I know Fleetwood Mac appreciated that as well. But that, that trend is, is way up here. It's, you know, it's hard to replicate. Um, but there are so many scalable examples we have here at TikTok. Um, one very recent one, which I had the pleasure to work on, was with GMC, um, with Chevy, uh, Chevy Silverado truck. You know, they partnered with the amazingly talented Breland, um, who redid his song, My Truck. Um, you know, and it, it was just this amazing execution and, and something that's, that's certainly scalable. Obviously, it was, a, it was a big event that they were a big, you know, campaign that they had to, you know, bring on this talent for. But, you know the ultimate compliment again is our community asks, was that even an ad? And I think when you hear that and it's such blended in to the, to the content and to an actual song that existed, it's like, that doesn't happen anywhere else. And, and that was great. And then, you know, that's a high ticketed item, right? Buying a truck gap hoodie is another one where this is where, you know, this sweatshirt, this hoodie went viral on our community and uh, hashtag actually gap hoodie has now over 7 million um, views and counting. And it just started this, again, this, this, this trend of this brown hoodie being sold out on the secondary market. Maybe, unfortunately, people started buying it for $300. Uh, but Gap really leaned in and they took, they took notice of this. Um, they re-released the brown vintage hoodie. Um, so that's just a great example on, on a little lower, less uh, ticketed item um, in retail where... Uh, the brand starts crowdsourcing. Um, 
and, and paying attention to what the community is doing there and leaning in. So a lot of different examples there, but um, uh, just amazing to see across across multi-verticals. And it really gives the brand the opportunity to put customer centricity into action, which I love. Because so many brands say they're listening, and this is a way to demonstrate that they're listening um, to their what their customers are passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I noticed when you described TikTok, you used the, the phrase entertainment platform and not social platform. So I'm curious how you differentiate um, TikTok with such a community focus from some of the other social platforms that also you know, um, talk about community uh, as part of their experience? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, that's the best question. And it's the most, I guess it's the most uh, misunderstood. Um, you know, to start, my, my team's mission, you know, is to change the perception of, of and we, I mentioned myth busting earlier, of the perception of TikTok being called a social platform. Not to say social is this dirty word, but I just don't think it aligns to what we do here. You know, yes, there's user-generated content on the platform, but we like to say you don't check TikTok, you watch it. Um, so right there, that simple phrase, you know, is starting to separate us out there. Um, so just by saying that, you know, we are this new generation entertainment platform. So um, I think though the differentiating points, there, there's a few of them. And the ultimate compliment I hear from our community. Uh, is just how relevant the ads are. Uh, again, they blend <laughs> natively into the content they see. Um, the algorithm, which I've mentioned before, but that really makes it possible. Um, you know, I guarantee, Linda, if I was to check out your feed, it's probably much different than mine. And I think that's a good thing. Um, there's something for, for everyone there. Um, sound on. Uh, sound on is, I, I call sound our superpower to a lot of different folks, where it's just this major differentiator. Um, that our partners uh, see, they see the value in that where TikTok is the only platform that you open and instantly draws views, users in with the power of sound. Um, we've actually done studies where, you know, a brand that, that features a song in their video, 68% of TikTokers remember the brand they see and another 58 um, say they have a strong connection to the brand. So it's just, you know, the, the power of sound, if you think about that and how brands could leverage it on the platform has just been incredible. But the last thing I would say is a differentiator, and this is this is the main one. Um, and it's just the creators we have on the platform. You know, they they truly are the lifeblood of what we do here. And you know, the the biggest differentiator there, I think folks in this industry, you know, call it influencers, call it creators. And I think there's two main differences between the two. You know, an influencer. They have this large following. They, they play on a lot of different platforms. Um, they're sort of these mercenaries, if you will, of, of promoting any type of brand where I think our creators on TikTok, they have this super special relationship with our, with our community. You know, they understand TikTok really well. They want to partner with brands that are specific to their, to their community in such a natural way. And I think some of those stats I even sourced today already um, just go to the value there that brands are getting it, working with the right creators. Um, and it is something that is so new that we're doing and it's exciting. No, it really is. So any other myths that you want to bust that I have not brought up? 
Um, any other myths? No, I think, you know, again, we just talking about even if you were to talk to a, a TikTok sales rep or a person at our company 12 months ago, our, our platform is changing almost overnight. You know, our, our user base has got so different. Our demographics are, are changing constantly. I think just um, it, it, those are really the, the, the key things, you know, again, I, I want to harp on. Um, and it, it truly is this. It's not a social network. It's, it's a, and it's an entertainment platform. And so if we to bring our conversation to a close, maybe you could just sum up three key takeaways you want every brand marketer and communicator to leave this session with about um, TikTok. Yeah, for sure. Uh, first and foremost, I mean, we just had an event called the For You Summit, which is an amazing uh, event where we get thousands of marketers, agency folks, brand folks um, to, to attend. And it's, you know, again, sadly, in the time of COVID, we'd love to do this in person. But Number one, I'd say is just TikTok being this cultural driver, you know, understanding how trends are happening. Brands can tap into that power, unlocking this unprecedented connection with, with communities to drive their business forward. I think, again, brands that haven't done this toe dip with us when they do, it's like the holy cow moment, which is just, it's amazing to see, um, especially as we get more saturation with brands on the platform. Um, you know, I, I think just brand messaging, we, we just have such amazing results. Um, you know, the impact when brands do in fact come aboard what they see. We just did a, a third party study with Neuro Insight that showed our in-feed ads achieved 23% higher memory recall than TV and TikTok outperforming, you know, TV ads by 40%. So again, this is not from us. This is an independent, you know, study that's doing that. So I think also, you know, our motto now, which is over a year old of don't make ads, make TikToks is alive and well. Um, and that's great to see. But lastly, I just think that the barrier to entry for brands on TikTok is low. You know, they, they can start out with this organically, um, you know, test it out, you know, way into these, into the waters of TikTok, see how their community responds to it. Then they can leverage creators. They can begin a, a paid component to, to you know, their offering uh, in just such natural and unique ways. But ultimately, like TikTok, you know, we're, we've grown up in a short amount of time, you know, and it's a place where brands have recognized um, they need to have a presence. Uh, you know, all the points earlier, I talked about a discovery engine, TikTok being this discovery engine. Um, it's just this cultural powerhouse now. Um, and, and brands are letting loose without letting go, which I mentioned earlier, which is, just a really, really good strategy to have on TikTok. I really love what you said about letting loose, um, but not letting go. And in a time when um, so many of us are working remotely and have and have been communicating virtually, it's sort of we've we've um, broken through the wall that separated our professional and personal lives. I think you know we've blended them in new ways, blended them across generations more than ever before. And that was my takeaway from TikTok, that it was this unifying force um, that allowed you to really uh, tap into those passion points and yeah. engage with others. Um, and, in, and it was just new and exciting and fresh and, um, and very inspiring and aspirational. I found it both, and it was it was really exciting to to be part of the community as I was getting ready um, for today. Um, but Dan, thank you so much. There's you gave us so much, so many great points for us to think about 
um, as an agency, as advisors to to uh, brands and companies. And we reserve the right to come back to you at some point and, and check in um, and talk about the next stage of TikTok's growth. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Linda. Thanks, Dan. Now that we've heard some of the marketing advantages unique to TikTok, let's take it over to Laura Grolick for a roundtable discussion. Well, Gabe and Audrey, so excited to have you guys join us on the Red Sky Fuel for Thought podcast. And today we are going to talk all things TikTok. So welcome both. Thank you. Thanks. Of course. So Gabe, we're going to go ahead and get started with you. So first off, if you could just tell us a little bit about what EGs is as a company. Um, and also, if you could tell us a little bit about your social media strategy overall, that would be amazing. Yeah, so uh, we're a fast food restaurant. Um, we have over 25 locations uh, based out of Arizona. Uh, we just opened our first location in Gilbert. Uh, so it was pretty exciting. Um, there's a long wait. Uh, there's a lot of excitement in the Phoenix area right now for uh, for us to open more. So uh, we specialize in the frozen fruit beverage, uh, subs, and some fries. Uh, we may or may not have the best ranch in the world. So <laughs> we get a lot of don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of people uh, telling us that. So, um, but yeah, uh, last year we kind of switched. Really, we went heavy on the social media early last year. Um, Prior to our team, I felt uh, that it was a little stale. So we really tried to like think outside the box and figure out how we can get the creative uh, more creative and figure out like ways to launch our message in ways uh, that are, you know, like trending and ways that we can get promote um, our brand, but in a fun, cool way. Uh, We really don't take ourselves too serious on social media. Um, I feel like there are brands that really do take themselves a lot like serious. And, and for us, you know, our brand is fun and, you know, we are offbeat and we like to get out there and, um, you know, post some, some content that is really, really outside the box, but yet, you know, still promoting our product. So um, it's fun. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. And so you were talking a bit about the creativity and wanting to get onto trends. So what prompted you? I know that EGs has a TikTok and they're very active on TikTok. Um, so what prompted you to make a place for TikTok in your social media roster? Yeah, so I, I just feel like TikTok is one of those platforms where you can literally be as creative as possible. Uh, you know, there are those platforms where it's like it might not work for you know, this platform. But for TikTok, I think like literally anything works for TikTok. It's like one of those platforms where you could get, like I said, think outside the box. And I think that's where like our brand really lives is creating that, that content that, that really just is, is outside the box. But like I said, getting the, uh, getting our product out, out there. So we really started paying attention to what other brands were doing and kind of figured out, okay, we can do this, but we can do this in the, in, in our own way, you know, in, in a, in a better way. And we, uh, we hit TikTok last year in April and, you know, it's been almost a year and a half and um, we're still so young to the platform, but I think we've, you know, excelled in a way where, you know, we have started to, you know, bring on creators and, and 
start with ads. So um, there's just so much opportunity for us to continue this uh, on, on TikTok. And you just got verified, right? We just got verified. Oh yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, congratulations. So, yeah, we had, you know, we had a couple people out there like creating uh, EG accounts like EG dog, EG, you know, EG employees, EG, EG person. And there, there was like a time where we're like, okay, people are tagging like EG's dog and we're like, okay, like, let's, <laughs> let's try to see if we can get verified and stuff. And, um, they really helped us out and we have a TikTok rep. So she really came through and, uh, they told us yesterday, yesterday morning that they said, Hey, go on your, uh, platform and you'll see a blue check right there. And we're like, yes, that must've been so exciting. Yeah. See. Yeah. It's been, it's been a year and a half. So we're like, okay, finally let's, now we can, you know, figure out, let's get, let's add to it, add to our platform. So yeah, absolutely. And going off of that, um, what type of content are you producing for TikTok? And how does this compare to what you publish on other social media platforms? Um, so what's worked and why? Um, and what are the, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, but what are the areas of opportunity that drew you to TikTok specifically? So yeah, like, I mentioned that we like are, are big, we're a big brand that li- likes to stay on the trends and TikTok, there are so many trends out there that you can, you know, post a video and, and in a day have 500,000 views. Um, so we, we are constantly trying to stay up on the trends. And I feel that uh, with our brand, you know, our marketing coordinator uh, helps out with TikTok as well. And she, she does a great job of finding like, oh, what's trendy and how we can make that like how we can eg it up how we can make that a video but incorporate our product or our brand in this trending video and i feel like that like you utilizing that platform utilizing tiktok is a little different than like if we were going to post on instagram we have posted our tiktok videos on instagram and some that really exploded on tiktok didn't really do as well as instagram because it's different different target audience and and facebook i mean definitely different target audience with 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 Facebook as well so I feel that you know TikTok is that that new trendy platform that we can that get away with some um content on there that that may not work for Instagram or or, uh, Facebook and I and I think there are there's a lot of opportunity for a brand like EG's I mean we are a fast food restaurant um but we do have a big following and we do have that you know, opportunity for, there are those companies that have like a, a really, I follow, you know, Wendy's, Chipotle, I follow, they ha, they have great, great social media and they utilize social media to a way where it benefits them. And I feel like EG's is getting to that point where we can start being that, being considered along those brands, like, okay, they have a great social media team. They have a great uh, product that, you know, a lot of people are just going to start following us because we post funny or, or, or out out, like I said, out of the box content, um, like some brands I do follow on TikTok that I've never, some brands I've never even heard of them, but I'm like, wow, like this is pretty cool. So I'll start following them. And I feel like we're getting to that point right now where, where people are starting to follow us, even though they're not from Arizona or if they've never heard of EGs before, um, just by the content we're promoting. Yeah. And you had mentioned a little bit earlier about TikTok creators and how you are working with them. So um, can you please tell us a little bit of how you have leveraged uh, TikTok creators on the EG's account? 
Yeah. So when we started in April of last year, um, one of like a big TikTok uh, creator, he probably had like two, three million uh, followers at the time. Now he's like up to eight. Um, but Scotty Hubs, um, he's a big, big TikToker. He's actually from Tucson and uh, he loves EGs. He grew up with EGs and he was like, yeah, I would love to do a video. So um, his favorite flavor was Orange Dream, which launched that May of last year. So he he took a party pack, went home and, and created a, a video for us, a promo for us, him and his dog, Gracie. And, and we did like a mini giveaway with him. And I think overnight, I woke up to like 500, 600 notifications. So like that was like, that was a big deal. And then since then, you know, we've partnered with a couple creators. Um, you know, we like in Phoenix, we donated some party packs to them. We donated some swag to them. Um, and then they actually, we invited them down to our grand opening, our VIP, uh, VIP event. And they actually came down and did some TikToks for us and, and some videos. So, um, you know, we are leveraging uh, the creators right now. Um, and, you know, as we grow into Phoenix, I feel like there's more of an opportunity uh, to leverage more creators that are from the Phoenix area who may not know who we are just yet, but, um, you know, maybe would want to work with us down the road. So, um, If I can add to that, EG's has such a strong brand affinity, like it is beloved in Tucson and as we found out when we opened the Gilbert location, probably equally as beloved here in the in the Valley. And I think that's something that, you know, EG's has tapped into on social media. You know, even though these aren't paid collaborations with creators, you know, we can still engage with them in a fun, authentic way that results in organic, more genuine content and promotion for EG's. Absolutely. And Audrey, um, another question to you. Um, what's important to consider um, when you're exploring a collaboration with a TikTok uh, content creator, kind of going off of uh, what Gabe was saying a little bit earlier? Um, and do you follow the same approach um, that you do on TikTok as when you're exploring influencer partnerships on other channels, for example, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera? Yeah, I think... Brands that do TikTok collaborations well lean into what the platform offers. So the opportunity to share real, authentic content, inspire collaboration, and hop on those trends as Gabe was talking about. And of course, the reason I spend more time on TikTok than I care to divulge publicly is that entertainment factor. Um, so we're actually currently working on a campaign for a global financial institution that's launching a credit card. And for this campaign, we're partnering with TikTok creators that can speak to the card in a way that's relatable to their audience and feels personal, as well as makes it engaging and entertaining. So that first part, looking for partners that can communicate your message authentically, that's important across all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Consumers are smart. They can see right through being sold something. And I think that's especially true on TikTok, given that it is very personal. Um, people do have more fun with it and it's a little less curated than the other platforms. So it's a bit easier, you know, when you're scrolling through to tell the ads versus your normal content. Um, so it's important to pick the right creators that can genuinely speak to your brand. The other piece, finding influencers that create engaging and entertaining content 
is super important, especially for TikTok, given their unique algorithm. You're not only reaching the creator's followers, but you could potentially reach thousands, maybe millions, as Gabe experienced with Scotty Hubs, of additional consumers. So the other amazing thing about TikTok is its shareability. So again, more opportunities for eyeballs as that TikTok content gets shared to Instagram, Facebook, people texting it out to their friends. And that's certainly something we're keeping in mind when we're identifying partners for TikTok versus other platforms. Can their content potentially transfer to other platforms? And does it have the potential to go viral? I think that's every brand's dream (laughs) to go viral. Yeah, we actually, to piggyback off of that, we actually went viral. the other, I want to say the two months ago, um, mm-hmm. we had, like, we did a graduation video and it was literally like our interns, you know, having put it on their cap and gown. Um, and then they they went into our store and then they grabbed an EG and that was like their diploma. And I mean, we had like overnight, it was like an overnight sensation and, and it's up to like 4 million views right now and, and almost a million likes. Um, but I think the, the cool thing about that was we were, I mean, we were reaching people from, you know, the UK and, you know, we were reaching people from India and, and I mean, some of these people were commenting like, I've never been in the U S but once I go, you know, I'm going to try an EG. So, <laughs> so yeah, definitely like the shareability of, of that, of the platform is uh, unique. Yes. Yeah. And going off of that a bit, um, this can go to uh, Gabe or Audrey. Gabe, we'll start with you. Um, so what does success look like for EGs on, uh, on TikTok and is it tracking against your expectations? Yeah. So like for, for me, like for our team, I think we really just want to be engaging. Like if, if the, if we post a video and it has, you know, a couple thousand views, but like two people liked it or, you know, like four comments, I think that we kind of go back and figure out, okay, what happened here? You know, like we had a lot of views, but we didn't have a lot of engagement. So what could we have done different? What message could we have um, made different? And then the ones that we do find a lot, um, like the ones that we do have like a lot of engagement may not have the most views. So I think that engagement part for EGs is really the success um, because I think the more engaged user um, the more engaged user that, that can, can be engaged with our platform and with our account and then share it to somebody else, I think that's huge. So, so definitely engagement for, for, for us. Um, and is it tracking? I, I, I think for me personally, it's exceeded expectations. I didn't, when we started our TikTok, I, I was, I was new to the, to the, to the platform. So I really didn't know like how much engagement we can get from it. But I mean, we are we are having really good engagement rate right now per video. Um, you know, we we do have, like I said, we do have a big following. But I mean, there are I, I feel that there are these people out there that who who don't know who we are, but are starting to engage with our uh, platforms. You know, where they're following, they're commenting. Uh, we have multiple people commenting, and I, I you know I recognize their account now, and they've never been to Arizona, so you know, we, we, we starting to, to track that engagement. Um, so I definitely think it's exceeded expectations for me just being on the platform for a year and a half. I didn't think we were going to have that much, uh, success early on. Well, that's great to hear that you do have so much success. That's amazing. 
Audrey, if you would like to uh, go off of that. Yeah, well, I just wanted to add that if you're not following EGs on social, you should be. Uh, <laughs> Gabe, Gabe and the team do such a great job with community management. I highly encourage you to go into the comment section of any of their posts. Um, you know, if you're ever having a bad day, there's always something funny going on in the comments section. So that engagement factor, you know, I think EGs does really lean in and um, has fun with what they're doing. In term of, terms of what success looks like on TikTok, I think there's a lot of opportunity for brands to experiment. Um, so perhaps a brand that, you know, has typically been a little bit more curated in their social media content can have a bit more fun. Um, and there's a lot of opportunity for organic reach. Um, so the risk to playing around and experimenting the risks are pretty low. You know, I would say if you're not experimenting with the platform already, you definitely should be. Absolutely. And uh, we've reached our final question. So um, how about what we do is we'll close with some advice um, that you would give to brand communicators and marketers listening today on how to best promote their brands on TikTok. So Audrey, if you would like to start us off, you can go right ahead. Yeah. Well, I feel like I maybe just talked about this, but um, have fun with it. You know, the brands that are doing TikTok well are leaning into the trends that are already there. They're inspiring people to interact with their brand, to create that user-generated content organically. Um, and as I mentioned, the risks to experimenting are pretty low. Um, even if you're working with a small budget or maybe even no budget, um, you can test it out, hop on a trend, see what's working, maybe what's not working, make adjustments and um, go from there. And Gabe, last but not least, if you would like to give your advice. Yeah, um, I think if, if you're a brand out there and you're considering to start a TikTok, yes, don't walk, run. Like, go for it because like Audrey said, there is so much opportunity. Like it doesn't matter for me, like my advice, like it doesn't really matter what your brand is. There's still a message out there that you can get creative with and, and create a TikTok and it can go viral. I think TikTok's definitely one of those platforms where, you know, it's, it's, it's trending into being the number one platform, social media platform right now in the world. So, um, Yes, hop on. Like, don't don't consider it. Just just start a TikTok. Even if you have four followers, just go and make videos. Some great advice from the both of you. So that concludes our episode. Thank you both so much for joining us on the Red Sky Fuel for Thought podcast today. And I hope you both have a great and wonderful rest of your days and TikTok away. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> Amazing. Of yeah, course. thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining the Red Sky Fuel for Thought podcast. We hope you'll join us again for more of the latest communications, insights, and trends from the team at Red Havas. Please make sure to subscribe to the show using your favorite podcasting app. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Don't forget to rate and review today's show. We'd love to hear from you.